Primos y primas. Welcome to My Primos Podcast, the show where primos talk over each other and talk about the world around them. On today's show, we celebrate 10 episodes and see where we go from here. We're joined by our first guest and talk about the civil strife in Nicaragua. We also go over our current events in our so-called lightning round. This and more babosadas, so you really gotta stick around. All right, guys, welcome back to my Primo's podcast. Thanks for joining us again. And tonight, as always, with me, I have Walter or Lises. You want to say a puta no, no, que te diga? No, no, just call me Siete this time. Just siete. call me Siete right just, now. Don't, no, don't just, ask, and don't ask why. Don't even <laughs> don't ask, ask why. why. Just call me Siete. <laughs> is it because the CIA is listening Go to your calls? Yeah, yeah, yes. NSA is listening to so just call me Siete. Siete. All right. Seven. Well, guys, uh, just want to welcome everybody to the show. Uh, if this is your first night listening, we definitely thank you guys for jumping on. Uh, we are a weekly show where we talk about world events, random shit, and of course, just try to make noise. Uh, you can follow us on iTunes. We're online. <laughs> any streaming services. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at My Primos Podcast. Uh, Walter, tonight, 10 episodes. 10 episodes man i know i didn't even realize that myself so ding 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 i'm I'm gonna go toast with some what do i got fucking soda water that's it soda water i'm I'm drinking some coffee some some preparado man that'll be it (laughs) well we we teased it a little bit but tonight we know it's just usually me and you but tonight we have a guest and i'm gonna let you intro him and then we'll start there Oh, just a good, 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 good friend from college, Mike. Um, he go, he went, he's going to go ahead and join us, like you mentioned earlier, about Nicaragua. And just kind of like, because es Nicaragua el vato, so, you know, get That's a good perspective. Family, <laughs> no, I mean, not, not only that, but it's a good opportunity to bring him in, you know. Like, it's like, it's always good to get a first a first person anecdotal view of, you know, what's going on, not just like, because we talk about just random stuff a lot of times, but it's nice when you do have somebody that you know that can get you some actual real-time feedback some, and many times, and and even historical to a certain extent, right, from well, his family. Like a, That's always very, very have valuable. A, have a, a pulse to it, you know? Maybe not necessarily physically yeah. being there, but has like a tie or a pulse to oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, Mike, yeah, man, welcome to the show. Tight. And, you know... Yeah, you're welcome. You're a listener. I thank you, man, for supporting us. And I would just uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody, man. Thank you for having me, uh, Mike. Here, um, big fan of the show. I'm pretty excited to be here with both of y'all. And, yeah, I'm glad, man. You know, like I'm glad that Walter sniffling hasn't scared you away, and that. Uh, you know, we can, no, we can dialogue and, well, not yet, the night is young, uh, <laughs> but we, no, I, Mike, I'm, I'm glad you're here, man, um, I'm really excited to have you as a guest, and, uh, the, you know, I'm just, I'm glad you're following, man, I'm, I'm glad you're excited, shit, I'm excited, and, you know, I know you and, you and Walter uh, went to school together, and I won't hold that against you, and it's just, hey, man, I'm, <laughs> I'm glad you're here tonight, man, so, Walter, 
Walter. Walter? Seven. Sorry. 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 I'm going to have to have Siete, a whiteboard wey. right here, mira, aquí. Todos tus nombres aquí. Hold uh, on. Hey. It's a... Uh, I don't know. Is I'm in the mood tonight. It's a, it's a new mood. <laughs> yeah, just follow it. Like, don't don't worry about it. Just go with it. Um, But, so, what have you been up to? Well, I mentioned it off air, but I just came off of a 24-hour fast. Like, I, I haven't eaten... Damn. Since 11 o'clock last Ooh. night uh, here in Texas time. And what? You're yeah. about to collapse then. Hey, man, before <laughs> we uh, started recording, you know, I finally hit my 24-hour mark. I ate something. I feel good. Uh, it's a trip, man. You learn a lot about yourself, about willpower. When you can't, you stop eating straight up. You drink water and maybe some, maybe some green tea. But you learn a lot about yourself, man. I mean, I did well, that the all the. I did that in college a lot, but it's easy to easier to do it in college because it's like you're so busy, you know that. Se te va la onda, but I imagine like, you, if you get to a point where you're just sitting there idle, it must be really hard to not start fucking just chewing on some plastic at least. <laughs> I mean, I we we are environmentally we are chewing on plastic right everywhere, but. But yeah, it's it's a, it's fortitude, it's character. I can imagine that, you know. No, have any of you guys ever really like sat down and said, like, Mike, did you ever go, hey man, you know what? Fuck it, I'll do it. Or was it just like he says, you're studying and partying, you're like, man, I'm not gonna eat for two days. Not purposefully, maybe with a lot of uh, coffee and. Uh, we always had some snacks, but <laughs> for that long, I don't know. Twenty-four hours is a very long time for me. It was a. Uh, it was hard for me to go two or three hours without eating. <laughs> <laughs> That's called, well, that's a meal, man. It's just a regular meal in between me. <laughs> that's me. That's my family. Nah, that's man. Or what, el, el numero siete aquí, eating like three-day-old Chinese food we left in the car. Oh, yeah. Or it maybe. was good, though. It was good. That shit was, this is the best type of Chinese. Aged. Like, Chinese food had so much sugar in it that it ages, you know. It ages. It doesn't go bad. It just ages well. No, it gets, it go, doesn't go bad. It goes to shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. Shut up, man. <laughs> you're still but, fighting it off? That's why you're sniffling. Yeah. You probably got like Zika or Ebola or some no. shit. <laughs> no, but I'm excited. I said, I, I did I send a picture to Lucy? I got water. I got, I just spotted three watermelons growing in my watermelon patch. So Ooh, nice. I'm going to say, I'm going to save some, I'm going to save one for Lucy. I'm going to put like a little tag on it or something. That'll be hers. Really? Okay, cool, man. Save watermelon. I'm not a watermelon fan. Yeah, don't hold it against like me, guys. Are you a watermelon fan, Mike? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Like everybody, I don't get like summertime, it's like especially. Fresh, it's the freshest thing you can eat. Like it yeah, quenches no. your thirst. Nah, it isn't. So here's my problem, and it's maybe because I'm, I'm all the plastic I've eaten in my life, but it doesn't taste like watermelon. I'm used to the fake the process. You're, chemical you're, comparing, you're comparing it to Jolly Ranchers. That's exactly. <laughs> if it doesn't taste like a Jolly Rancher, <laughs> I don't want it. So that that would be another another interesting like if you like like Fruit Loops, right? You eat Fruit Loops and there's like different color Fruit Loops, and can you tell? Can you taste the difference in each Fruit Loop if you have your eyes closed? You know, like besides the color. I don't think so. I think know? that yeah, that's think more. So conditioning right i don't think that yeah that's the thing really that's what you've done to that's what you're t telling us right now you've conditioned yourself to accepting artificial flavors yeah. as opposed to the actual you know because like because banana juice, flavored juice, something right? tastes better than bananas 
Oh no, I have to disagree. Uh, you're I fucked, have, man. Like oh, I usually, I find Tom sometimes, and the yellow ones throw them away. Oh. <laughs> wow. You know what? Hey, but nobody can say shit about the yellow now and later. The banana now and later. Oh no, no, no. Same thing. Oh, what? Oh. Mike, I thought we were gonna get along, man. Okay. Hey, I like real oh. banana, plátano from Nicaragua, oh, plátano yeah. maduro, plátano verde. I know. You know? And even the, even the I, purple. I can't do that. I can't do the artificial flavoring one. Hey, you know what? But you know what the artificial flavoring does? It lets number siete right there eat four-day-old Chinese food. That oh, artificial yeah. shit, it, it, hey, somehow he ate it and he's still alive. Hey, I'm here. Um, tengo the stomach of the perro. <laughs> Pero, <laughs> like, so, that, so then the way the way to feed you a, 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 a un plátano macho, le, le metemos Jolly Ranchers or como Ooh, banana, and oh, then you know each bite you're getting a Jolly Rancher. So no, that would be look, the way. I'm I'm good about oh, other, no look. I'm good about a lot of other things, but when it comes to watermelon, I'm so in my psyche. It's just like burned. Where if it doesn't taste like a Jolly Rancher, I'm like. That's not watermelon flavor. Because, hey, a green apple tastes great to me. Mango, I see flavor, it tastes great to me. Otra fruta te la como, pero papaya no te la como porque huele a pata. All right? It's not going to happen. <laughs> y, and it tastes like foot a little bit, too. Don't ask me how I know what foot tastes like, but if it tastes what? like foot. <laughs> and it, I had a pass. Everybody's been there. We've all been poor and money's tight. Anyways, uh, but platanos también te los como bien. But there's something about the artificial flavors. Like, damn, that fucking kicks ass. That watermelon is one of them. I don't know, but yeah, sugar. It's called it's called diabetes. That's hey what man, it, that's what it's good about. Fasting. I'm fasting. I'm getting all this yeah. shit out of my body. Okay. But guys, well, definitely want to just say what what like we want to talk about some of the new things that just happened here recently, and the big thing that we want to touch on here first is going to be the executive order that Trump signed regarding uh, the family separation at the border. Right. That was a big news. It's still the big news right now regarding the separation being stopped. Everybody was up in arms about it. I had people at work stop me. White guys, black guys stop me and go like, hey, man, how you feel about this whole situation with the kids? And I'm like, oh, what kids? And they go, the kids down south. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, oh, that's heartbreaking, man. You know, like and they're like, dude, I cried or hey, I worried. And. I don't know if I felt good or bad about being approached because they knew I'm from El Salvador, from you know, Central America. But everyone seemed like, hey, no bullshit. Like, this is just fucked up and wrong. And then now that they came with the executive order, everybody said, like, oh, cool, up in arms about it, you know? But what are you guys' thoughts? So then, so then they were like, oh, like, I voted for Trump, but hey, man, my bad. I didn't vote for this <laughs> or what? Like, Yeah, it that, was like, something like that where the guy's like, hey, man, like, no matter what I believe in or whatever we, you know, politically we don't see, like, this shit's fucked up. I got kids, you know? I also heard about the, a guy from Eritrea that just got that recently, or not, not, I don't know how recently, but he got deported. And as soon as he landed in, I think it was in Saudi, Saudi Arabia at the airport, he killed himself because he, he didn't want to go back to Eritrea because it's a, it's a pretty much a, a, a dictatorship. And if you leave, you're considered a deserter and you go back they're gonna either put you in jail or or slowly surely kill you um, and and then we had other instances where people that like we were talking about last time there was a family that came from Guatemala got here fleeing economic hardship fleeing fucking volcano eruptions like 
you know, environmental catastrophes. And then they get here to try and find, you know, some kind of safety. And then, boom, los ponen en, en, en celdas y, y el papá se mató. The guy just couldn't take, the guy, he could take la mala salvatrucha. He could take so much shit, you know, all types of stuff that's going on in his life. And then he got here, but he couldn't take being away from his family. You know, that's another cultural thing, you know, that within the Latino family, that's like, we tend to like, you know, want to be together, right? So that's some that's something that right latino families are multi uh generational right like there's not only one generation there's not like typical white families that tend to be one generational they kick him out of the house and all that stuff but they're becoming you know but anyways that's off a little bit off the point but going back to that is that he ended it but then there's still 2000 kids that have been taken away and just the logistics of that, how do you get them back together if some of them don't even know how to, you know, who cares if they don't know how to speak English, they know how to speak Spanish, they don't know a phone number, there's no contact info, there's no Facebook, they don't, there's no nothing, neither, so then how do you put them back together and that there's an organization called Raices that's taking, that actually raised, I don't know how many millions of dollars, and they're saying that the non-profit organizations are going to probably be the, the 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 ones that are going to bring him together because the, the government is not going to they've talked about instances where where they've been brought together but it's because of the sherlock holmes detective work yeah. of lawyers bringing them together not be the government it was just like uh whatever you know yeah so it's it's pretty fucking shitty man mike what do you think we should man? hope we should hope that uh, there's some clauses in the legislation that Trump signed that would try to, you know, fix those problems. I'm sure it wasn't just two sentence legislation saying, hey, uh, stop this family separation. But, you know, I mean, we, we, won't, we wouldn't know until, you know, it actually happens. But What do you think, man? Like, Mike, I want to know your opinion because Walter likes to share his a lot. Uh, but... <laughs> You tell me, as far as uh, with what's happening recently with the executive order and the kids, I mean, what have you felt in, in your part of the country? I mean, you're in L.A., you're in Cali, we're in Texas. We're a little more close to home to it, but what has the vibe been there? Um, a lot of people, I mean, as far as what I've seen on social media, um, a lot of people are very concerned about it. And um, it, it wasn't very long before there was actually action taken upon it, you know what I mean? It was maybe less than a week or something that, um, you know, it the topic came up, people were sharing, a lot of people were concerned, even celebrities. Trump acted pretty fast. They're saying that it's because of Melania that, I mean, she has her Be Best um, campaign going on that is dedicated to, you know, Children, uh, you know, be good the to each children, other, be your best. You know, just yeah, bullying, 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 and so they're saying that's why he was pressured into it. But you I know, think we, that we just... it's it's something like you're saying, you know, that he acted quick, but it's because the noise we were making. Like Walter said earlier, he's like he set the house on fire, and he wanted to put it out. You know, like it. I, we've never seen this administration turn tail so fast on something this right. guy is willing to have us go to war be tariffed to death as a as a country but yet this one 
blew up in his face because everyone said no. And that's where I said, nah, I would, you don't agree? I wouldn't go so far. I, I, I kind of smell something going on in terms of, for example, he goes ahead and just starts separating family. He he starts re he starts re he reinterprets existing laws and and says he uh, like Jeff Session before that it was a misdemeanor to cross the border yeah and then he turned it into a crime so then he goes ahead and okay now you have the right to do that and se- he goes ahead and separates family just on a whim pretty much because that's what it is the, the the way he acts but now what is that gonna mean he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna hold families together in detention centers so it's like okay i would i i separated them now i'm putting them back together but i'm still going to hold on to them for more than 20 days which is something like legally you can't hold them for more than 20 days if, if you if they haven't committed a crime which now it has because it's been redefined as a crime not a misdemeanor so then i feel it's like he's fucking shit up so that you complain and then he pulls back and then it's okay now i'm gonna just do this they're still gonna. It's like an internment camp. He's still gonna shove it I, in WalMarts, but the whole family. You know. I I think that. I mean, it's. I mean, I'm a very optimistic person as far as my outlook on certain things. I think it's a step in the right direction, honestly. Like I'm. I, oh yeah. I think everyone was taken aback by that act itself. The point that I mean, the fact that he actually signed something to stop the separation of family. It was like. I never thought he would ever do something like that, and so quick. To me, I mean, I, I'm I'm one to, to believe that. I mean, I have faith in humanity. I think people are good for the most part. For the most part, um, as we get older, I think we start, you know, having doubts. No, I think that <laughs> yeah, it's I think that it's it's good to look at it in that perspective, right? Like I said early on, in one of our first episodes, I'm like, hey man, I have this idealistic view of the future, right? This unity, the the, the the world, the Latino culture, you know, Latin X now, you know, like everything, just a, a conglomeration of people. And there is optimism there, but there also is, there needs to be a bit of cynicism, like Walter says, or Seven, because the reality is, man, how brilliant isn't it? Play the devil's advocate. Hey, I'm going to put a fucking scare into these people, put this terror into everybody, and then whoosh, I took it away. Hey, man, I fixed it. It's a Democrat's fault. I want a wall. Drops the mic and walks away. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. so you're like, whoa, exactly. whoa, whoa, whoa. Exactly. Is he a hero or is he the bad guy? And, and like you said, you can, we can have that optimism because you know what? They're keeping them together. Fine. Let them go through the judicial, judicial system. If they got to get deported. I mean, we don't want that, right? But at least they're together. That's the main thing. And right. like you said, yeah, but it was, it's, it's coming from Trump, so I don't, I, it's like, como quien dice, like, like uh, Mike said, like, it's going in the right direction, but let's not stop there. It's like, no motherfucker, like, make noise, man. He went, he, yeah, he went ahead and said, yes, I'm not going to separate them, but like you said earlier, Stanley, like, we're still going to have the right to separate them whenever we find it fit. Yeah. And who finds it fit? Who decides that? They do. So they can continue to separate families and just base it on whatever they want right yeah but then okay you're gonna keep the whole family together and you're still gonna keep the whole family in a detention center right so it's just it's a step in the right direction but don't stop like the lawyers are already doing i'm sure and a lot of nonprofits keep suing this motherfucker till you know he shuts up keep doing it guys you know like you said mike said he got informed social media took over all over the country all over the world you know everybody stepped in the pope stepped in it's like hey 
this shit is wrong. The UN stepped in. This shit is wrong. It became, everyone made noise and something came of it. It's not the big victory, but like Mike says, it's like, hey, oh, yeah. a step in the right direction. And at least for that, I mean, uh-huh. we got to at least be, we're at least a little bit satisfied with, okay, they're going to be together and they're not going to be just oh, yeah, torn apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely like hopeful that the people will continue to push for it because it's, you can't just give it up here no. and stop. You this, know, is a, this is a small win uh-huh. in the war. It's a small battle that we go, okay, cool, we got one. Let's keep it but, going. This topic is something that's going to keep on going, like we said. It's not over yet. So we definitely want to keep, like I said, keep making noise. That's my thing. I really press for it. Um, and I'm glad we're here. Like Mike said, I like that. We're going to keep that optimism going forward. But like Seven says, keep a little bit of cynicism, cynicism in your back pocket. Because yeah, you can't just be blind. All right, everybody, we're back to the lightning round. So, if this is your first time, the lightning round is supposed to be quick topics that we get together at the last minute. We throw them at each other, and it's supposed to be under a minute, relatively speaking. I'm looking at you, Seven. Uh, it's supposed to be a minute where we just give you our thoughts, ideas on it, just to kind of get through some some quick news and then kind of just move through the day. All right, guys. So we got Mike with us today and Seven. So I'm going to spit out the lightning topics for you guys, and we'll go ahead and start tonight with topic number one, kind of in the vein of what we just talked about with the kids. Fox News or Fox and Friends says, don't feel compassion for these are not our kids. It's not that the kids are from Iowa or Texas. Speaking about all the children that were coming through the border that were separated from their families and saying, hey, don't feel bad for them. They're not our kids. Seven, what are your thoughts? Uh, I mean, just going similar to what you were talking about your coworkers, you know, getting a little bit teary-eyed. I'll be honest, man. Like I heard some of those like recordings of the kids crying, and and like there's one where they managed to get a mom and her kid back together. You know, um, that was like, damn, that's some, like very heavy. It's like Wally, man. It made it made me it got me teary-eyed. Like, you know, just to it's like it's fucked up man and, and it's nice to see them get back together and as to what these hijos de su chingada madre said I'll, I'll let their words be the end of them you know definitely they definitely. said that they said that you know por su propio si como era el pescado como dicen verdad so pues, sí. no man but uh, Mike, I'm on the same uh, vein as you like I hope that the public backlash comes back fucks those guys over cause Fox and Friends are full of shit and this is gonna bite them on the ass and take away their credibility you know Oh, well, look at that. Under a minute. Look at that. I think it's the first time you stick to a minute. All right. And Yay. Mike. It's seven. It's se- seven oh, is se- on oh, point. Seven, seven's on point, you know? Seven's on point. All right, Mike, you are got a minute on the clock, man. What are your thoughts? Well, just like I was saying earlier, I mean, I think it's a, it's, it's a victory. In a, it's a step in the right direction because I, I feel like Trump's action kind of contradicted and, and kind of made them look kind of dumb because you know he kind of said well i mean although he's a full-time you know fox supporter everything he posts from fox like he just you know contradicted them he he, you know he's he said 
no, like that's not what it is. You know, that's not what America believes. That children are children, and we're gonna do this the right way. So yeah, I'm with you, man. Like I said, it doesn't matter. And I see people post online saying things like, "Hey, man, yeah, they're not yours. And they're they're not yours, but they're the world's. They're children. Period. Point blank. Doesn't matter. You know. So uh, that's it. In that there. Then we're doing good tonight, man. Mike, you should come more often, man. Seems like it rolls with when you're here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, man, I'm, I'm getting excited now. All right. Keep so it's a, it's I mean, a, siete. Oh, siete. Siete. All right. Next one siete. for you guys. Check. Quick one here. We got the Supreme Court rules that a warrant is now required for cell phone location data to be used by the police. What are your thoughts, Walter? Uh, that's very good for it to, on paper, be, you know, at least make it difficult because. NSA, all FBI, all the you know all the agencies, they're they're still gonna, they still know what you're doing, they still know where you are, they're still gonna get that information and that warrant, like that, like that. But let's not make it easier for them on paper. So I'm happy for that. That's all I'm gonna say about that. It's good that it's not easier for them to do it. But if you if you're fucking around doing something dumb shit, they're they're gonna they're gonna use their power to their full extent. So that's all I'm gonna say. I agree with you, man. I mean, the, the whole law passed by the Supreme Court. So there's, there was a case where a guy was actually convicted of a crime and he appealed because they used his cell phone location data, even though he was doing it. He was robbing Sprint stores or like Radio Shacks. But that way he got off because of it because it was unconstitutional. All right. Yeah. Mike, what are your thoughts, man? I think it's a good thing. But at the same time, uh I still think the government should have some type of watch over people because um, for terrorism's sake, you know what I mean? But just to make sure they're using for terrorism's sake and not, you know, to try to yeah. keep people down or keep people afraid, you know, some people who are just trying to, you know, get by, but, you, you know, they can't like stop, you know, I mean, yeah, it's okay to watch, but if you're using it for the right purposes, you know, to prevent pre- terrorist attacks or to prevent you know, some some domestic terrorist attacks, then you all, I'm all for it. You know what I mean? Like, our safety is number one. That's what America is known for. Oh, yeah. If they're using it for other purposes, then we need that I mean, just make, sure, just make sure you put that tape on your camera once we're done recording. <laughs> oh, no, it's been off. It's been off. No, but to, to put my, my point on it, too, I think that uh, there is such a thing as profiling when necessary. And unfortunately, that can get abused. And like we talked about previously, yeah. like you said, Mike, as long as there's some kind of checks and measures, I'm down with some kind of control. But like looking at Walter, too, I'm like, I mean, you know what? I'm of that world where, like, why the fuck do you need to know I'm my Chuck E. Cheese? There's no fucking reason for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. The privacy of it is important, too, because I don't want Big Brother. This show is being listened to right now. They, they probably got a file of this somewhere of us, you know? As many times as we say yeah. fuck Trump on this show, we're probably looked at. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to stop saying that. <laughs> All right, guys, this is going to be the last one that rounds out the lightning round. Wow, I, don't, I think this is the first time ever in our 10-episode lifespan that we're getting through this pretty quick. All right, so. Hey, man, it's the 10th episode. It's the 10th episode. We're growing. We're learning. Yeah. Faster, stronger. That's Kanye. All right, guys, so <laughs> here we go. Mundial's going on right now, right? Big fucking upsets have happened. Argentina lost 3-0. To Croatia, Mexico beat Germany. They thought it wasn't going to happen. And in Mexico, 
Apparently, seismologists attributed a small tremor earthquake to Mexico winning the game and pinpointed at the time that the win happened, there was a small tremor that was caused apparently by all the people celebrating. Walter, what do you think? In the DF? Yeah. In the Ciudad de DF? Okay, yeah. so mm -hmm. I'm going to look at it from an engineering standpoint. Uh, <laughs> I, have a, I have a friend. She's an engineer. She's from Mexico City. And she says that she de she's described that Mexico City is sitting in a bowl of jello. It's the equivalent <laughs> of a bowl of jello. So, or yellow. Jello? How does I'm flan. Anyway, or flan. There you go. We'll go with flan. That's better. And un flan, ¿verdad? Entonces, mentira, o sea, que eso es las vibraciones, las vibraciones o la actividad sísmica que se crea, sea donde sea, supongo que se propaga mucho más dentro de un subsuelo que esté tan gelatinoso, I guess, or flanoso. So, that's how I'm going to look at it. I, I kind of believe, I might believe it. <laughs> Hey, I, I think what, it's what, what, cool, what was, man. What, what's the strength, though? What was the strength? Did they I can mention look it up what, for what the... I can look it up yeah. for you here while, while we get this going yeah. here. Let's see. We got Mexico. A 2.8 earthquake. 2.8. Okay. So that's... W with the type of sub subsoil material that they got out there, from what I've heard, it's I, I'm, I guess it's possible, like... It propagates itself pretty easily out there, supposedly. So. All right, all right. Now, Mike, what are your thoughts, man? The Mundial, the earthquake, what do you got to say? I think that's pretty cool if it's true. I don't know if it's true, but it's <laughs> Hold on, you first don't as believe as a... Mexican flan science? You don't believe in that? <laughs> no, 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 that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that flan the fandom. <laughs> the fandom. Yeah. But, hey, it's it, real. It, it, no, but isn't Mexico considered one of the, uh, one of the most obese nations in the world too? So that could be a factor too. I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm sure U.S. is on top of that one. <laughs> but oh, your your man, thoughts on the funny. game? I mean, just but, in general, what do you think about this whole thing? The World Cup has been, you know, it's I've I've look, been looking forward to this for since the last World Cup. <laughs> uh, was me and my brother and I and some of my cousins we were at the World Cup back in. Brazil, four years ago. Oh, wow. Rio de Janeiro. Yeah, we met a lot of fans, a lot of countries. The most fans that we met were from Mexico. Always. Yeah? Man. Damn. Always. Yeah. I love a whole it. Bunch I'm of them. for them, man, because I saw this clip of Chicharito being interviewed. I seen it where that was like, oh, man, you're playing Germany. You guys are going to lose. You're going to lose. He's like, man, no puedes creer en algo bien. Like, no seas gacho. Like, believe in it. And boom, they win. It's like, shit. Like, wow, that's fucking that's, awesome. And that's why he cried. That's yeah. why he cried once after they won. Hey, but I, I heard um, some co-worker mentioned, co mentioned that supposedly they, before they went to al Mundial, they were, like, partying with doing drugs and hookers or something like that, like, before they came out there, and they won. Oh, so, <laughs> so they were inebriated and still won. Yeah, so then it's like, I it don't know, man. Loco, remember, man. It was that for loco, that yeah. fuzzy drink, <laughs> that, that fizzy yeah. drink, man. Yeah. No, well, fizzy drink science. Fizzy drink science. Well, guys, we reached the end of the lightning round for the first time. It felt like it was legitimate.
All right, man. That was awesome. Mike, what were we listening to? That was some um, Palo de Mayo from Nicaragua. What's Palo de Mayo, uh, man? Too. What is that? Well, that's that's the music that people dance to on, on the beaches in the Caribbean side of Nicaragua on the eastern coast. Wow, man. It's like, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I dig it. It, feels, it gives me like this, like, Punta vibe, but like a little lighter, like not as fast. I, I a little lighter, yeah. You know, just people dancing in a circle, having a lot of fun, and you know, like that's that's what it is. It's called the uh, Bluefield Palo de Mayo. Bluefield, Bluefield is very very beautiful place in Nicaragua. Look it up, yes. Oh, Bluefield is a. I thought it's that a was a, a band name. It's a no, no, no. You can Google Bluefields and you'll see some nice blue, white sand, blue uh, water. And uh, so, okay. like the the Palo de Mayo is more like uh, the type of of music that that, that indigenous music, not necessarily like a name of a song. Oh. And so this is a this genre, okay. yeah. Yeah. Palo de Mayo is a genre onto itself. Genre in yeah. yeah. Cause okay. everything you, okay. everything you look up, there's not a name of a song. It's just Palo de Mayo. Like, there's no like, this is the name of this song. It's whatever uh, version or their interpretation of it is. Right. So pretty much Palo de Mayo from Bluefields. It's 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 like the genre to a certain a specific geographical area. Pretty much. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's right. awesome, cool. dude. Cool, I love cool, that. Cool. That's fucking exciting I'm to a, know that. I'm a, I, I'm going to add it to my uh, Spotify and rap Napster. There you go. And Napster. <laughs> Time traveling now. Yeah. Time travel, Walter. Oh, siete. Well, guys, we, um, you know, we have Mike on today uh, as a special guest, of course, you know, 10 episodes in. But also, um, you know, there has been a lot of news cycling through the last few months. And one of them being everything that's happening in Nicaragua and Central America. Nicaragua specifically is going through a very turbulent time, a scary time, you know, something that we would have thought has already been left behind, that that history for that country, and it's kind of coming to the forefront. And so, you know, me and me and Walter were, were discussing it, and he mentioned, hey, I know Mike, Mike's Nicaragüense, he has a little bit of a, of a pulse on what's going on, not necessarily himself being there, but enough to where he can help us kind of understand what's happening and not forget what's going on there, guys. So, Mike, I mean, just so if somebody's not 100%, I mean, they might know something's happening, but someone asks you right now, hey, what's happening in Nicaragua? So... You know, things have actually been happening in Nicaragua since back in April. Um, I mean, and the history of Nicaragua goes far, very far back to the, you know, back to the 30s, 1930s to 1970s. So you're, you're, you're talking about what led to this point, right? Like, in terms of what per is pertaining to this, right? Yeah, I would consider, you know, it, it's something you, it's a background that it's you mm -hmm. need to know. Because yeah. it really does follow up into into what's happening now. Um, back from from 1937 to 1979, you had the Somoza family um, basically built a, a dictatorship. He had his sons who, they were US educated. Um, Anastasio Somoza went to West Point University. Oh, damn, damn. Yeah. So the Somoza dictatorship actually kind of had a lot of uh, US connections. And so what happened was that 
the Sandinista party or uh, rebellion did not want those connections between Nicaragua and the United States. So they rebelled against the dictatorship. Anastasio Somoza was killed in 1979. It was, uh, he was killed with a bazooka oh, shot shit. at What the fuck? Are you serious? That's, that's some machete, machete shit right there. Yeah, totally wow. serious. You can look this up. You can see this all on YouTube. Wow. Wow! Damn! Um, yeah, at least the aftermath of it. I haven't, I haven't heard that word in a while. A bazooka. Damn! The real thing. I thought you said kusuka. I thought you said kusuka for. No, that's no bazooka. A bazooka. They wanted him dead. Oh yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So the the dictatorship ended there, 1979, and the Sandinista party or rebellion took over government. Um, Ortega, Daniel Ortega, who's in power now, was in power from 1979 to 1990. Okay, that's right? a Until... long ass fucking time, man. A long time, very long time. Uh, 11, was it 11 years? Yeah, about. Yeah. So, and, just to, uh, I mean, just not to interrupt you, but I want to follow the timeline. I'm assuming, what, like, your family at that, you know, you weren't born yet, obviously, but your family... And 1979, up until then, that's where your family comes into light in terms of what they can share with you, right? Right. Just to kind of, yeah, okay. So I grew up with, you know, my family just talking about politics all the time. Never really understood it. Never, I was like, okay, I, I know the names. I know the parties because yeah. this is what everyone talks about. This is what is brought up at every family party. Every time, like, my uncles and aunts are all, my tios and tias are all talking to each other. Um that's, you know, Sandinistas, the Contras, this and that, and I was like, okay, I never really, you know, looked into what it was, but it was always familiar to me, and my parents had to leave, I think it was during the Reagan era, in the 80s. Yeah, Reagan, um, I was obsessed, dude, with, with Contra, because, and I, I'm sorry to cut you off, I'm becoming like Siete here, but like, you, you, no, it's interesting. It, it's, no, it's interesting, interesting because it's, it, it's part of where we come. From. It's where we come from, but Nicaragua, because of what Nicaragua went through and Reagan's intervention that he tried to with with the Contra, that bled into El Salvador, that bled into Honduras, that bled through Central America because of what the of what Nicaragua had to go through to get to where it was, that bled out into the other countries. And so I was obsessed with learning about Contra, man, and things like that, and how pivotal Nicaragua was. Right, yeah. Um, that was a big time. That was a big time for immigration because a lot of people uh, fled the country that was in, you know, it, it was it was a turbulent era. You know, there was a, a lot of killing going on, very unjust. Uh, it was guerrilla warfare was, yeah. what, is what was happening. Well, because Reagan, like, he had his own thing. Anything that looked communist or socialist, he attacked. He put everything into it. Even the, I forget if it was the UN. Kissinger. Kissinger is the motherfucker that was fucking around all over the, you know, any anything that anything that was about, you know, communism. Kissinger is the one that got involved and just remember the whole. How they accuse him of, of illegally providing weapons and selling drugs and all that crap, but I mean, it's, it's, a, conne it's connected to that. It's all connected, man. Right. It was with Reagan, you know. Yeah, it was the, the time that my parents came was during the Reagan's amnesty in mm. 1986. 
So they were granted amnesty because of what was going on back there. I'm sure I don't I don't know the reason why the United States decided to grant amnesty, but a lot of my family, which was the ones who flipped most, the majority, if not 90 percent to 99 percent of my entire family, fled from Nicaragua to the United States and was granted amnesty through. That's the same. Um, that's the same amnesty where my dad also got his papers too, where he started his process as well. Right. So it's all you know. It's all connected. Like I said, Nicar. It's like almost like that started the kicking off point for a lot of things to happen because during that time is when the Salvador. So, um, I mean, so that's kind of a timeline showing you kind of a little bit of the history of Nicaragua and kind of where we got to in the we would say quote unquote the modern age in the mid nineties. So, time goes by. Where are we now? Time goes by. Uh, some uh, our Daniel Ortega goes back into power in 2007. Um, he was elected throughout this time, but when he lost power in 1990, all the way through 2007, he kept trying to get back into government and take leadership. Okay. Right. So he was reelected finally. His dream come true in 2007. Won the election. Won the first election. Four years went by. Ran this, won the second election. Four, another four years went by. Third time, what does he do? Change the constitution of Nicaragua to be able to run for a third term. Fuck, man. So Change the constitution. <laughs> As of now, it's well, it's a eleven in the first in his first phase, and plus eleven now. Another, he's been in power for twenty-two years. Okay, so another another question in between the time when he wasn't in power and he got elected again, what was going on? Was it an actual different party that was in power, or was it yeah. still the big the big family that controlled everything? Or como? No, yeah, it was just other parties. It was a normal okay. democracy that was going on. I, it, okay, cool. It's it a healthy. Uh, this is okay. what I'm guessing. It was a healthy situation, healthy democracy. Okay. It was healthy, yeah. and okay. even for one point, I remember reading that. Nicaragua was considered the safest uh, country in Central America during during that reign because there was no other uh, there was for no attrition tourism, for tourism tourism yeah. all that you know and Ortega being in power for whatever ties he had which you know uh, allowed for the city to become that because the other countries around them no maras ran in through Nicaragua there was none of that you know like they, Nicaragua wasn't having that shit so we come to and boom, something happens. What happens, yeah, man, that, in, that blows up here? We're in April, okay? April 2018. Uh, the students of a university in Nicaragua, um, they start protesting, peaceful protests, due to the unjust social security system. The elders, the retirees, the, the recipients of social security got their pensions cut down. Not only did they get cut down, but the working class's uh, contribution to the Social Security was raised, right? What the f <laughs> It's going to happen here soon, man, so yeah. this, is, this is good to learn. So there's some background theory, which is what I've heard. I don't know if this is true. You know, word around the campfire is that the government and whoever is running the show was taking all that money, the Social Security money, and doing and distributing it within themselves. Mm. within their own government and you know funding their own private businesses their family uh, their, their 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 people who are connected with the government which is basically the entire country 
everything from the courts to the police to you know so they were every, you know everything they were being funded by the so the country itself was being very much funded by the people which taxes which most countries that's how they run but in this scenario their own pensions were being taken away used for their inappropriate things and not only that you're expected now to put in more money even though your pension is getting cut back down <laughs> wow, man. i would be pissed too definitely and it's always yeah. someone estudiantes some simple son loco says these kids are well, are nowadays you're born woke you know like you, you you would think like hey fuck this this is bullshit the young kids the students are the ones that woke up and said uh uh-uh, uh no fuck that we're taking care of shit right, right. now as a, and in, in a peaceful way, you know, they're protesting, you know, they're seeing what's going on in the world. They're saying, hey, you know, it's okay to protest. Like, we got to do this. You know, this is unfair. It's unjust. What ha- what started happening? Students started getting killed. Shots fired. You know, young children just getting shot in the streets. Why? Because the government is trying to repress that. You know, they don't want people out there. They don't want people protesting. They don't want that any of this to be broadcasted. Um, the 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 media stations in, in Nicaragua were shut down and they weren't allowed to cover any anything that was going on in the streets. Wow, so North Korea, man, like they control the media and right. Wow. So so question, like for example, the the these kids that organize this, and just to kind of uh, you know try and understand a little bit more because what what you tend to hear is that these kids, you know, they kind of wanted to push them and 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 label them as some kind of faction right but it, it from what I'm gathering from me these are not kids associated with any type of political party it's just kids that hey this is fucked up shit let's get together and complain about it and not not complain to an extent of let's get rid of the Sandinistas it's just they're, they were just complaining about the pensions right that's how it started right it wasn't like about anything else it, to begin it's, with right right it started that way, but you know, going back, there's, there's, mm-hmm. there's really no political parties. This, it's not a, it's yeah. not a party thing, because uh-huh. they have been in power for so long and controlled the government for so long that they've bought out all the different people who are wow. in the government, all their opponents who run against them. They buy them out, and all of a sudden they're nowhere to be seen. You know what I mean? Like Man. they leave. Uh, so okay, so I'm starting to understand. So they pretty much used. The piggy bank of the of the people to just pay off everybody. Not just, uh, not everybody just for the security, uh-huh. but there's another big aspect to this that Venezuela funds uh, that gives their their gas their their oil to Nicaragua. Right, seventy five percent of the gas is paid uh, or their oil is paid up front. So Nicaragua they they have an agreement with Venezuela to have to only pay for seventy five percent of their oil. Right, the extra twenty five percent is supposed to be used. For you know human rights, you know he- helping people out, helping you know helping the infrastructure of the country. The the country has no infrastructure. Like it's it's really bad out there. And um, mm-hmm. what, what's actually happening is that 25% is the, the government, the Ortega, the pocketing dictatorship it. is is pocketing it, using it to to benefit their own friends and 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 parties involved within that government so um, it's not all it's so it's not only entitlements that are like social security and that type of stuff it's also um like you said money that's supposed to be allocated for you know the the infrastructure and, and the betterment of the of the of the country itself right, right? so 
So then that's two places they're getting money from. I, I think there's a third coming. I don't know. Is there? Oh, there's a whole bunch. I mean, the, the <laughs> government, it's, it's, it's nearly impossible to start a business in Nicaragua without the government shutting you down. Or, or if they see that there's a good business uh, coming up, they, they make sure it. they put their hands in your pocket, and they and they take that business from you. It's the mob, it's, man. It's an all, it, it's an all around. It's an all like they. It's a very well thought out and very. Man, you know. I mean, it, I, I st and I'm cutting you off, and I, I'm so sorry because I, I I hate cutting someone off, but I, it just came to thought. I'm like, I don't. Yeah, I can tell. Um, <laughs> Ortega was leading the cause against the original regime. Ironic. Ironic, man. Bazooka the guy to death just so they can make sure they made a point. And look at now. It's like same thing. The novela, yeah, man. That, like that's that's what it's leading up. That's what this conversation was leading up to. Like it's like right. it's like they came in with the probably right ideology, the right, you know, and then they just turn around and do because it feels like he was in power and then he just couldn't bear to lose power again and you know, just did all cabron. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's an ironic situation. It's a very, it's kind. Of, it's sad to see. You know what I mean? Like the, the people who are there right now. There's a count of over two hundred people dead. Um, if you want to follow some of the, you know, the, what the the carnage. massacre, the carnage that is going on, hashtag SOS Nicaragua, you will see everything you need to see on Instagram. You know, in SOS Nicaragua. SOS Nicaragua. Hashtag SOS yeah. Nicaragua, guys. But man, it it's it's it breaks my heart because I've I've kept up with it because again I go back to my obsession with Contra and Nicaragua because I know the history of it just for basic reading. But obviously, your family lived it and they, and they left it, similar to when our family had their civil war and they had to leave it. There's different a different take or spin at what's going on. Right. Tell me, man, and like I said, I know that you said it's different. You you know, it may you may not even have all the answers, but what has your family told you about this? Like, man, fuck, I feel like I'm back in the '70s. I mean, what have they made you feel, or have, you, have they even opened up about it with you? I, I have a lot of family here, out here in, in the states, because they left, you know, back in the '80s, um, and this is this is a common like we talk about what's going on every day. There's daily updates on oh. In Masaya, there was this many killings. Like this, like the stories, you know, about, you know, the police, you know, trying to, you know, they burned down a house with, you know, four adults and two children in the house. Fuck. You know, they're killing young people. They're killing the students. You know, they and the 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 people in Nicaragua, they're not armed. And that's one thing that I always ask my parents. I'm like, why isn't? I mean, first of all, it's supposed to be a peaceful protest, quote unquote. You know, that never really yeah. happens. But in but but I always ask my parents like why don't the people have guns? Like the, the, these the the people who are pro everyone who's the people in Nicaragua do not have guns. Who has guns is the police and the the snipers who have who are out there. There's actually snipers that are killing the people. Man, headshots like these are headshot kills. Like this is you know Call of Duty stuff. Okay, this is like, this is like this is. This is like they're they they shoot to kill, yeah. you know. Um, the people in Nicaragua who are out there protesting every and this is a hundred percent of the population. I would say, the country is shut down right now. Nobody's working. There's no businesses what? moving. I don't know. I don't know how people are living. I really do not know. 
because remember, people are still there's no money for the people but what they do have is they have they they know what they want and they are not gonna stop i know that for a fact no, yeah, you, because you, no no one can work like, all those videos yeah like i've been seeing all the videos you send me so then what kind of it it's it's also and and that's why i appreciate what you've been sending me is that you don't hear anything here in the states about that? It's just nothing, little nothing. snippet, like little where I hear the most, and and maybe they they go actually into depth for like a five minute section, and this is like once every three weeks since it happened or less. It's on NPR. I'll listen to it, and that's it. But then other than that, like it's nothing but Trump, 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 and then you have Venezuela falling apart. Venezuela sucks, and then. Nicaragua, it's ha the same thing's happening, right? Like shit is falling apart, but you don't hear anything about it. And know, that's what and sucks. That that irks it, me, you know? man, because like we talked about it earlier off air, you know, where the news cycle and it's in general, right? Dude, a new story comes up, a new tragedy comes up, not to dismay anything or diminish any tragedies that are happening, obviously, you know. But the fact that this is still happening and yet there's no noise that there's nothing happening beyond inform people that are living it because they have a family member that's gone through it recently or a connection to it somehow that's the only way things get noticed or even done we talked about the kids earlier everyone rallied up and said shit yeah these are kids they're human versus family let's not break it apart we made enough noise something happened where's the noise for nicaragua where's the noise for all the other countries we don't know about right that, that fucks with me you know so I think the reason behind that is that, and and there has been, and I can't, you know, I have, you can't discredit yeah. or ignore the fact that there's been two politicians who have spoken up about this. The first one was Mike Pence, the vice president, that, you know, he spoke publicly saying that this is not right, this shouldn't be happening, Humans, human rights uh, have are being violated in Nicaragua, we need to do something about it. Nothing's been done. Second person was Mark Rubio from Florida. I think mainly because there's a lot of Nicaraguans in in Florida, in Miami, and you know they there've been people posting saying you know call Mark uh, Mark Rubio, you know, and and he 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 said something publicly, but that's been the only thing. I think the reason why there's not enough uh, coverage on what's going on in Nicaragua is because there are no no economic interests for the United States or any other countries. Oh, yeah. To 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 actually say something or put it in the news or 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 talk or just even talk about it, you know what I mean? Like it's before I, before talking to you right now, it's like oh, you know, they're surviving, they're getting by. It's a yeah. little scuffle. No, motherfucker, shit is going down. So shit is going. Down. I feel like what this is this is this is, like, this is a just, civil war. Yeah. They just uh, yeah, letting I, it. They're just letting follow. They're just letting it fall apart even more, 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 more. And it's like you guys are destroying yourself, and then somebody else comes in and just starts, you know, taking control of everything else, you know, once every, yeah. So I don't know. It just feels. No, no. I'm with you. Now, one thing that we, we talked about, but I want to just press it, push it out there. The people, because of what's happening, are we going to get an influx of more backpackers coming to the border because of this? I mean, I, I don't, I, I just, it's almost impossible to say whether there will or won't be, because the people who are, you know, who are fighting the government, they've been fighting this government for a very long time, and they're very hopeful, and they're very hopeful that something will happen, but, and, and they believe in Nicaragua, they believe that Nicaragua could be a, a power, and they, they may not, I haven't heard too many, about too many people that 
are fleeing the country now, but I wouldn't be surprised if it starts happening. You know, like people are being threatened. There's people who are posting. I follow a couple of Instagram pages of uh, people here in the United States that post that keep you know it unofficial media news thing. They just post updates every day. You know how to donate. Just people. How many people got killed in certain cities per day? And these people are getting threatened, and they're posting videos saying, "Hey, somebody called me from a blocked number. They threatened me. They said they told me to stop posting stuff and stop doing whatever, or you're gonna get killed." So even this, they're monitoring this is, social media like that. They're monitoring social media of people that live here in the United States. Wow. Could you imagine that? And calling them and, so then, and, and, and gathering their contact information and calling them, blocked, saying, "Hey." Stop doing this shit. Like, stop posting stuff. This is obviously the government of Nicaragua that's doing that. You know what I mean? Like, this and is absurd. Like this is insane. Like, I mean, the first thing that, that the United States or people of, uh, of, you know, people in America should have first wow. seen was back three years ago when this guy changed the Constitution to run for a third term. My parent, my family has has been telling me about this since it happened. Like, this is not right, dude. Like. How could this is the this is real corruption? Like people think the United States is corrupt. People say, oh, the you know you know, United States is bad. Like and I'm I'm thinking like you know what? I've been hearing my family talk about Nicaragua's corruption for a very long time, and this ain't shit. I'm sorry, but like, uh, we need to look at our neighbors real quick. Just see like, hey, um, this is real corruption going down over here. They have monopolies in the government for all businesses. Um, you know they. It's like they, they control crazy. everything. It's crazy. It's not it's, fair for the it's, people. It's, it's Venezuela's falling apart, and they're 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 in tow. Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and Puerto Rico. and they're yeah. they're one of our territories. And no, because but like Puerto Rico also like because what I, like what I want to bring into this is like there, I mean Puerto Rico it might have been a catastrophe you know like a natural catastrophe that happens, but you got Venezuela which is having an economic just breakdown yeah. and then Puerto, and then Puerto Rico. It's a hurricane that caused it, but they're letting the economic just breakdown continue to happen. And then Nicaragua, what, what's going to happen? In, like, okay, so, be like, because I'm sure that if things continue to happen like this, there's going to be an influx of people. How many? Who knows? But de, de que va a haber, va a haber. Porque there's only so much people can put up with, right? Pero, like, besides that, w at this point, given what you know, where, where is this headed at? Like, do you see an end in sight, like, and and towards what way, or you know? Honestly, I ask that to my parents every day and my grandparents because everyone, everyone, everyone who's Nicaraguense that you talk to, mm -hmm. uh, and I ask everyone, like, hey, what's going on, dude? Like, because we have close connections to people that still live there, not much family, but like, we're like, hey, where do you see this going? I mean, and, and just following everything daily that's what's going on, there is no. There's no dialogue between the government and the people. There's no, there, there's, there's nothing. There's no sort of communication. There's no sort of trying to make a deal, trying to meet halfway. The government is just kind of sitting back and and just waiting for people to finally just get hungry because there people, no one's working. The, the, the country is playing. They're playing the government card. That's the government. What is it? To the extreme. Propaganda. It's to the extreme. extreme. Because think about it. The government's job is to, all right, fine. A little bit of an uprising. 
go ahead and protest. If you get a little out of control, let me send my military out there to calm you guys down. This is the extreme because now we're using live ammo. We're killing people. We're setting up spies. We're setting up a p bad public image of these students. We're, 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 we're harboring just... The whole process, is, it stinks of old world tactics that these guys... Look who's in power, right? Right. And so right. the one thing that I want to kind of get to here to kind of to bookend this for us... Because this is this is something that I personally am going to keep following, you know, and I, I urge everyone to really don't ignore these things because when we ignore these things, they go unnoticed. We talked about it. We sweep things under the rug. Oh, the next big thing's going to come out. Car the next Kardashian's going to have another baby. No, look, this is the shit that matters to our comunidad. Que todos somos Latinos. Todos somos, somos gente. It's all about human lives. Civil unrest happens, but to this extreme, let's not ignore it. Your guys' thoughts? I mean, my, my question would be like, I mean, if you mentioned that people are getting threatened. It's like, okay, like, and, and it's, it's, it was pretty enlighten, enlightening, I guess, uh, what you mentioned about, like, that there's no economic gain from the United States, so that's why you don't hear, it's like, Estados Unidos anda de metido en todo. Se me hace raro que aquí no anda de metido el cabrón, ¿me entiendes? Like, at least voicing their opinion on, in terms of what's happening, right? So, yeah. it's like, can, 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 for example, people that are here that are getting threatened, can they go to the government and say, hey, I was just called and threatened because of this? It's like, can people here, Nicaragüenses here, say like, hey, I'm actually getting threatened, my life is getting threatened, because of this, you know, can would that be something that would be possible to do? I mean, maybe, but it, I, I haven't followed up with the people who have posted, you know, those things. Maybe I, I should, and I will, and ask them, like, hey, what what's the status of? But but the point is that people here, we we have freedom of speech. We can talk about, we can post and share things that we see unjust around the world. You know, the, the unfair thing is that then with the students in Nicaragua and are the ones who which are, are the ones who are leading the, the the revolt are they aren't they're not they're unable they they're not being granted freedom of speech. They're not able to say the things that they want to say. You know, they're they're leading a peaceful protest. N you know, one there it's a peaceful protest because for one, there's no weapons in Nicaragua. The only people who have weapons are the government, and that, that's one thing that I was asking my parents, like, why don't people have guns? Like, if this was the United States and the government was killing people, I mean, and maybe not in California, but if you were in Texas, I'm pretty sure a damn load, a lot of people would come up and, you know, they bust out their weapons, you know, and rightfully so, because... No, you don't even have to go that far in El Salvador. Las Chacas, they have, like, homemade guns. Homemade like, guns, that's what they're using in Nicaragua. They're homemade. They're homemade guns yeah. that they just basically first they started just throwing rocks at the cops, and those cops started shooting back. But my question was, why don't the people have guns? Like, so why? Like, why? Why doesn't anybody have any guns? I mean, I know you want to lead a peaceful protest, but the answer that I got to that was, their regime has controlled the out. government for the past twenty years, and made sure that. Guns are either very, very expensive or inaccessible. 
Period. Okay, how about this? They like have during no Second the, Amendment right at all. During the during the time that he wasn't during the time that he wasn't in power, did people have guns? No. For example? No. Tampoco. There was no need no. for it. Okay, so an another question is um okay, cuz you said you threw a, bit, a pretty big number. You said 100% of the people are revolting, right? So, but no. Very large there's the, the 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 he has the army and the police in his pocket, right? So, if you if if you're more realistic, like me, me supongo que si hay gente nicaragüense, you know, que si apoya a los andanistas que están detrás de los, you know, que apoya al gobierno. Like if you, si te, de una manera, you know, más realista, qué por ciento del del país the one percent, está apoyando. The one percent. Uh, no, no, I, I don't think it's one percent. It might be a little bit more. And but the, I think the simplest answer I don't think I'd be able to give you a percentage, but the simplest answer would be anybody who's involved directly involved with the government, meaning they work, at, you know, in the government, they work for, you know, the military or you know anything anything that has anything to do with the government. Those are the only people who are supporting. Okay. Uh, the, the the Ortega. They line their pockets, um, man. Well, I, I think that yep. we this is a big subject. And I know we're going to keep talking about this later on. We'll check in with Mike, you know, hopefully have you back on. Just check in with you in general, man, or just us. Update that, would, everybody. That, would, that would be, yeah, that would be good if you could, because it feels like this is going to continue to go. And I, and I would, I would appreciate it if, if you would, you know, the vez en cuando, aquí nomás darles una refresher of what the fuck is going on. And I don't know, I would like to, you know, see I mean, to you what would be some, some, you know, last yeah, words that, of what you want to yeah. kind of end this, and, and and what do you want to say about this situation? Yes, and, and, Go and ahead, Mike. Tell us what your thoughts, man. Go Final ahead. thoughts here. Uh, well, thank you guys for having me. First off, uh, and I'll be glad to come back anytime that you guys want an update. Uh, ho hopefully, this ends sooner than later. You know, to, uh, but um, yeah, I just would like people to be more aware of what's going on, um, and. I mean, this is this is it's close to home for me because my family, you know, I I wasn't born in Nicaragua, but my my family, my entire family is from Nicaragua, and, and El Salvador, and El Salvador. <laughs> What's your background again? <laughs> Salvador, Nicaragua. There you go, Ooh. man. Primos, todos somos primos, man. No primos, forget that. Todos primos, primos, primos. Uh, but yeah, I mean, just uh, follow the hashtag SOS Nicaragua. You know, be aware that this is. Very close to home. Um, it's unfair. It's unjust. Um, if you have, if if you want to, if you have any care for humanity itself, you don't. We don't have to look too far. Um, yeah. It's it's right across the border for us, you know, and at the border, literally, which is an, a topic, another topic that we discussed today. So yeah, thank you for having me, and look forward to. You know, positive outcome and everything, and love everyone. Try to see it my way. Do I have to keep on talking till I can go on? While you see it your way, run the risk of knowing that our love may soon be gone. We can work it out. We can work it out. Think of what you're saying. You can get it wrong, and still you think that it's all right. Think of what I'm saying We can work it out and get it straight I'll say goodnight
All right, guys. I don't think they need introduction for that, but that was We Can Work It Out. Um, that's the Beatles. And just think very appropriate yeah, for what we've been talking about here. And, uh, you know, another choice there by Mike. And, you know, I think, yeah, I think I'm, uh, I wanted you to just kind of lean into it, man, how you shared why, why that song kind of fits the bill, man. What do you say? Well, that, that was uh, my parents were very into the Beatles when I was growing up and uh, listened to a lot of Beatles music during road trips and stuff. And I remember hearing this song and I remember just playing it over and over again and realizing, you know, what is this song about? This song is about, you know, when there's issues, when there's problems, we can work things out. Hear me out. I know, and, 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 to, and to also try to put it in the other person's face, like, hey, you know what? Uh, I know that you have a very aggressive uh, point against me, but listen to me. Uh, I want to fix things, and you feel, and I think that you want your point to be uh, put across. But I think that we can work things out, and we should work things out. And that's, the, I think, what the point of the song is. I'm with you, man. I think it's beautiful, man. I think it fits. And you know, guys, I want to just uh, end the show here tonight. Thank Mike. Thank you, man, for coming on board, sharing, you know, kind of that that, Thanks, that side of things. We definitely appreciate you, man. And uh, uh, we definitely everyone listening to us as well. Just to follow the hashtag, you know, SOS Nicaragua. Uh, look out in your area as well. Just keep pushing the information out there. I always say it, man. Make noise. And so for me tonight, I always want to say just that, you know, we got to keep moving, inform each other, love each other. We're one people. We're all primos and primas out here.